Hey everybody, welcome to the Psychic Hour. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things psychic, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Well, hello. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. I'm just looking at my hair thinking, huh. <laughs> oh. It's evident I took a nap. Okay. <laughs> well, that is okay. You are allowed to take a nap. Sure. I guess and show up on the air with bedhead. It's just, you know, it's a yes. I did comb my hair even. And so now I'm just like, wow, this hair. I honestly, I usually feel like that about this hair, but even more today. It's all good. <laughs> it is all good. Maybe it's time for a short haircut. That's all I'm saying. Right. In my forties, I went, oh no, I'm done. Well, welcome. 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 This is the psychic hour. We are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok, because that is our newest platform. So yeah. welcome to everybody on all of those places. Yeah. Hey, Cranky and GB, nice to have you here. Amy, JR, Jessica, good to have you here. Everybody's yeah. piling into the chat. Oklahoma's governor did do the right thing today. Yes. Yeah. Commuted Julius Jones's sentence to life in prison. Yes. Um, I'm I'm very relieved. And boy, way to wait till right down to the hour to make mm -hmm. it super dramatic there. Yeah. Uh, Governor Stitt rhymes with shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> that oh, yeah, guy. that guy. So as you know, yes. tonight, our favorite question is, what did you have for dinner? So let us know. In the comments, what did you have for dinner? We're going to get started with our um, our uh, topic, whatever, here in just a minute. But we like to, you know, kind of take it easy and slow. Yeah. Well, what did you have for dinner? Uh, we had ramen bowls. We bought, um, like, frozen ones, not, like, cheap, you know, 25-cent ramen. But, you know, like, <laughs> real ramen bowls. Yeah. These frozen ones to have on nights when we were kind of busy. And yeah. I got to tell you. Darn good. I was impressed. Nice. Very yeah. good. We we had cheese. <laughs> well, there you go. That's very specific. Well, we had, that's what we had for lunch too. I think that's all we're eating today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is an all you're on a, an all cheese fast. We're on apparently. an all cheese diet. Well, all the fancy cheeses are out. All the fancy like Christmas cheese and oh, my favorites. Yes. It, you know, we have bought and eaten a whole baked brie twice in the last week. Ooh. We had baked brie for dinner a couple of nights ago. I'm not complaining. Really, how can you go wrong, right? Right. Yeah. We bought the uh, cranberry Stilton. Oh, yes. So good. So, so and good. And also the uh, cranberry chevre. Oh, the chevre, yeah. Never had to say that. Uh, yes. Anyway, so basically we were just... And then I bought some... Uh, sharp cheddar that has jalapenos and bacon in it and that mm. that's max so yeah. anyway and i had some uh, smoked gouda that we bought in boise last weekend that was particularly awesome you know because it came from trader joe's we don't have a trader joe's so when we go to boise i always go to trader joe's and buy their fancy stuff because we have nothing like that here no we don't it's it's a it's a stretch we have one we have well one grocery store in the area that has a fancy cheese section yeah and yeah. so that's where you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of and bad. their fancy cheese is super expensive. It is. But, you, you know, Costco does okay. They Costco do okay, does do okay. That's true. Anyway. But so hey, Trader Joe's, if you're listening, we really want you here. Yeah, my God. They What's it going to take? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So cheese for dinner and lunch and forever after. That's what we're eating. So there you nice. go. Oh, nice. we bought some glue. Some really nice glue yeah. that we were spreading on crackers. Oh, my hell. Good. Yum. Well, Jessica made chicken bacon ranch flatbread. Nice. Awesome. Ashley made cooking harsh brown and ground beef casserole. Is that the same as hash brown or, or is it harsher? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> um, Amy had steak, steamed veggies, and keto bread with butter and everything seasoning. <gasps> the everything nice. seasoning makes everything keto so much better, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yes. Actually, it just makes everything so much better. I love that. I, I have some everything seasoning from Trader Joe's, and it is Ooh, fantastic. Nice. Yeah. 
Nice, nice. I had to order mine on the internets. But you know. Uh, cranky baked potatoes with butter, cheese, of course. I am a cheese head lol. Oh, yes, you are in Wisconsin, aren't you? Right. Uh, and hot dogs. JR, cheeseburger and fries. Nice. Renee, homemade chili and cornbread. Yum. I did that a couple weeks ago. Let's see. Uh, potato soup and grilled cheese for Lauren. Nice. Ooh, Renee is with you on the baked brie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, Jessica, also a cheese fan, right? Yeah. Cranky, I freaking love cheese. Cranky, it's good that you live in Wisconsin where you can, you know, not have to give up your addiction there. Right, yeah. Best cheese I ever had was this in Wisconsin, fresh and delicious. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Definitely hash browns. <laughs> It's okay. I knew it was an autocorrect, <laughs> but I thought it was really funny because I'm like, do they have like jalapenos in them or how do you make them harsh? I just think that's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> RJ had frozen pizza. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Amy, uh, cheddar curds. So good. Cranky. Uh, Lim oh, we're talking about Limburger cheese and how stinky it is. I'm not a fan. Can't do it. Nope. Yeah. Katie, um, JR wants to know, are you going to make huckleberry pie this year? Ooh, huckleberry cheesecake. Huckleberry cheesecake. Yes, I am. I have Ooh. enough huckleberries, I think, to make one cheesecake for Thanksgiving and one cheesecake for Christmas. And that's oh, probably all I've yes. got. But that's the plan. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah. Oh, yes. It, in our family, it would be Thanksgiving or Christmas without huckleberry cheesecake. That's just a staple. We totally couldn't. To couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Hey, uh, TikTok, welcome. This is the Psychic Hour. We're just live streaming our podcast. And so we're going to uh, start our conversation here in just a minute. But if you would like to join us, we're first just talking about what we made for dinner because that's just how we are around here. Yeah. So what'd you make for dinner? Let yeah. us know. Let us know, please. It's how we bond around here. On yes, what it we is. Made for dinner. Yep. Mostly we're big fans of cheese tonight. Big, oh, big fans. I got to tell you, though, I didn't have anything cheese. Because wow. I had ramen. That's weird. Like good ramen. We got a ramen restaurant here. Freaking finally. And mm -hmm. we went and it was really good. And I was like, because I've always been like, ugh, ramen. We lived on it in college. I don't ever want it again, you know? Yeah. Um, but now with the ramen restaurants, I'm like, oh, so this is actually supposed to be like really good. Not just cheap, crappy, poor college student food. Mm -hmm. um, now I get it. I didn't really understand that before. So anyway, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's GB says, what about apple cider? Today is National Apple Cider Day. What the? Dang. I think Ooh. I have a Red's Apple Ale. I was going to say, I, I have some hard later. apple cider that we've been, uh, that we have, how do I say that? We we brewed it like two years ago and it's still in the five gallon carboy because no one's ever bottled it but anyway oh. i uh, i digress I well probably make scott you know for a little right? tonight you really should it's been aging for two years i mean it's it's either right now it's gonna sink or swim right <laughs> it's right. gonna be amazing or we should throw it away yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely it's gonna be that um paint thinner orange wine or it's gonna be something real mm -hmm. good uh so why did we do five gallons? Why? Why? I don't know. Uh, that's a lot. I I don't know. Um, I guess we'll have to see. Because Scott goes big or goes home. Everything, he's very extra about stuff like this. So he is, you know is true. it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yes, now, yes. I'm, now when we're done with this, by God, I'm going to try it. You, there, you better try I'll it. I'll be back to report. It could be horrifying. Or it could be. Ashley. It could. Ashley has an update for me. I did an energy healing for Ashley. Here yeah. on the show and she says i went into the obgyn yesterday and your energy worked for me i had an ultrasound of my cysts and pcos are almost completely gone you are truly awesome. amazing yay How well exciting. i love that <laughs> i'm thrilled well, for you it's... ashley that is wonderful news thank you for sharing yes uh sandy's had breakfast for dinner Ooh, one of my faves i love that too scott doesn't like it so we never do it but you know Mm, we love F that guy <laughs> what that guy hardly eats anyway uh gb i find those weird holidays it's also national princess day and mickey and minnie mouse birthday oh is it well that's a weird combo isn't it 
Oh, meaning that Walt drew the characters 92 years ago. Oh, wow. Well, what the hell? There you go. Interesting. Well, yeah, what about National Garden Naked Day, Cranky? What about it? Mm-hmm. It was way too cold to garden naked here. We're just only making it up into 30s now, so mm-hmm. I'm going to pass on that. Oh, well, Lauren for many has reasons. a good idea for me. She said she loves hard cider. Mm-hmm. She like Her favorite is a Seattle area branded one that has all sorts of flavors. Her favorite is vanilla bean. Ooh, I have a bottle of vanilla beans in the cupboard that I was just thinking the other day. I really ought to uh, put some of these up in, you know, some liquor and make something out of them or anyway. In your hard apple cider. Look at that. Right. I'll bet if I squirt a vanilla bean and threw it in five gallons of hard cider that by Christmas Mm -hmm. we would have something even more worth drinking. We'll find out. Vanilla hard cider. I love it. We should do it. Tapping that tonight. That's it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, hey, Barbara. Glad you made it. Uh, Amy says my husband is the same way, but I love when he bakes. Uh, he goes goes big or goes home, huh? Mm-hmm. But, but Cheese does he do and cake, my cause... favorite food groups. Uh, agreed. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I'm, I'm right there with you. My yeah. birthday is coming up. We were talking about what kind of cake I want. It's hard to choose, you know? Same. Ooh, the Iceman cometh tonight in Canada. It's going to get really cold, huh? Mm. Yeah, it was in the 70s here in Virginia today. Well, Renee, way to show off. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. It was 27. 27 at my house this morning. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Snow squall warnings. Yikes. When is my birthday? My birthday is the 29th, so it's the it's the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Flurries and cold in uh, Wisconsin. It's actually weird here because we don't have any snow and we're only a week out from Thanksgiving. That's kind of strange for us. Mm-hmm. So either we're going to have tons or we're going to have none. And I don't know what that's going to mean. Yeah. We a lot of times get like a massive storm on Thanksgiving. So we mm-hmm. shall see. Yeah. Only 30 here in Minnesota. High winds too. Yeah. Oof. That's cold, man. When you start getting down to the 30s. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is really happening. Winter's mm-hmm. really actually happening for us. Yeah. I'm curious. I, you know, the Winter's Almanac said that we would have a lot of cold and not a lot of snow this year. Yeah. I've been wondering. So we'll find out because it's starting to look that way. I just hope it freezes You've good been before Christmas. locked, says someone in the chat. I do not know what that means. Well, I don't think you've been blocked. We see you. Welcome. That's Lacey. Is... Hi, Lacey. Oh, hey, Lacey. We promise Welcome. you've not been blocked. You have we not been blocked. You. Welcome to the Psychic Hour. We're just <laughs> here chatting it up. We're glad you're here. Yeah. I oh, really want to make my Christmas balls this year. And oh, yeah. I can't do it if it doesn't get below freezing. So Mine is not cold enough. Yeah. So we'll see. I really, I have a plan this year. You guys, if this works, this will be cool as hell. But Ooh. I'm going to take fluorescent paint and... Um, Put it in, so you use punching balloons, like the big, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you fill them up with water, and you usually put uh, food coloring in them. But this year, I'm going to put fluorescent paint in them to dye them. And then you put them all out to line your walkway with them. And then Mm -hmm. it takes two or three days, even in really cold weather, for them to freeze all the way through. But then you pop the balloons and pull them off, and you have these ice balls. So my theory here is if I dye them with fluorescent paint, and then I put uh, black light lights mm. on them, <laughs> black light lights, uh, that they'll glow. And so I'll have we're these glowing have a dance party ice in, your in my yard, right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, we'll wear glow sticks and stuff. That sounds fun. There you go. So we'll see. I like it. I, it, maybe it'll be a huge failure. Maybe it won't get cold enough. But, or maybe I'll have the coolest damn yard that ever happened. It's very possible. Anything could happen yeah. right now, it seems like. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll for sure. If it works out. I'll never stop talking about it ever again. Yeah. There'll be pictures <laughs> everywhere. Well, Lacey, we're really yeah. glad to have you here. I don't know why you couldn't comment, but now you are. Yes. I'm so glad. Yeah. Yes. We have a full moon eclipse tonight. Yes, we do. Yeah. And blood moon tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's a very, it's a very psychic time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So I do a live stream on TikTok and I read for people every day and, Mm-hmm. I, I pull cards. I pull probably uh, cards for a hundred people. 
um, every day. And it's been really fun yeah. because I get like these really clear pictures of like, what's the energy doing right now? And the, the deck that I use, there's a card called spiritual strength. And that spiritual strength card came up in, I don't know, I bet it came up 10 or 15 times today. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it's that time, you know, this blood moon, this eclipse, it's time to really hit your own spirituality good and really, you know, boost yourself up mm-hmm. and and focus on developing your spiritual strength a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. It, yeah. This is also a moon. It is in Taurus. And so um, it will be partly about seeking uh, education, learning something new. Uh, very introverted. You might really find yourself over the next few days, really just wanting to get in bed with a good book, you know, not interested in a lot of crowds, a lot of people, chaos. Right. And that spiritual strength is all about going within, Mm -hmm. learning something new. Like, yeah, yeah, totally, totally love it. Working on that stuff. Well, but also I stubborn time. Yeah, probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bring that Tarian energy (laughs) in here. That's every day of the year. Yeah. Ask my wife. <laughs> I was looking at my chart because, you know, I'm making these foil ones on my Etsy store that I've been making a ton of lately, by the way. Very cool. Yeah. But um, I want, I was trying a different mock-up. So I just used my own information to, to build one. Mm-hmm. I did not realize how much Taurus I have. <laughs> you do. Oh, mm-hmm. why am I not surprised by that? Yeah. Stubborn I- as L. Mm-hmm. I have You're quite as stubborn a bit as our grandma was, and that is saying something. I, I'm stubborn against myself, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's just insane. But yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that either, but boy, it doesn't surprise me. That is funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a Cancer Sun and a Libra rising and a Libra moon, but boy, a lot of my other houses sit in Taurus. I was really surprised. Stubborn, stubborn. Well, Lynn uh, in the chat yeah. says I'm a Taurus also. Are you stubborn, Lynn? We'll see. There Curious. Because oh, every I am easygoing. I'm easygoing, but I still have the things that have to be my way. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey's like, I snorted at that grandma comment because she knows what we are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> hey, Oriana. Welcome. Welcome. Well, let's get into this because yeah. every year about this time, a lot of people start saying, I'm dreading the holidays. This is a hard time of year for me. That brings up guilt or I'm not close to my family or this isn't really my jam or I don't really even believe in any of these things. Like this is a hard time for me. Mm -hmm. And so we always do a show around this time just to talk a little bit about how if this isn't the greatest time of year for you or if you love it, yet you get very stressed. How do you handle managing this time of year in a positive way mm-hmm. because I feel like it's it's super important like to go in um with a plan you know mm-hmm. about how you're going to handle the holidays and what you're going to do super just it, it helps so much rather than just getting sucked into and stuck with stuff oh Rihanna you got a job I'm so excited for you congratulations and, you know, it's, I'm not dissing the holidays at all. Lots of people love the holidays and that's great. But there's a lot of stress around this time period, even if it is something that you love. Mm-hmm. And so how do you how do we navigate this in a way that we're not just dead by January? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Katie, what do you think? What's your when you think about this? What is your number one piece of advice for managing the holidays in a positive way? My number one piece of advice is that yearly you reevaluate your family traditions and you kick any of them to the curb, whether they're family, societal expectations, but whatever comes through as a thing we have to do for the holidays, mm-hmm. that you evaluate whether or not that actually brings you joy or whether it just brings you stress right. and decide if that's something you still want to do or not. Way too often with the holidays. Hallmark has already told us how it's all supposed to look, right? Right. And it doesn't for so many people. And so then somehow, even if in your rational mind, if you're like, I don't care if we don't have a Hallmark holiday, there's still those thoughts in your mind that we're supposed to do this or we're supposed to do that. And 
that to me, I think creates a lot of undue stress. It creates a lot of undue spending, but it also just, it, it steals your joy because those are traditions that were given to you or introduced to you that may or may not even be things that you enjoy. So yeah. I think a yearly evaluation of what do we like and what don't we and acting accordingly really helps to uh, pull a bit of uh, energy away from, you know, all of the expectations. I love that a lot. Um, Cause I got to tell you, I friggin' hate Christmas cards. I don't mind getting them. I hate doing them. I don't know if any of you grew up with this, but this was a real thing in our family. And there's a lot of expectation around it. And I hate it. And for years I would buy them and then not get them out or like hand them out on Christmas day just to the people I was seeing or get them out by January 1st or some ridiculous thing because I felt this weird pressure to do it. And mm-hmm. finally I went, I freaking hate doing this. Why am I doing this? I don't have mm-hmm. to do this. Right? Do you so know how many ridiculous. times I have filled out Christmas cards and never mailed them? Me too. Oh, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't do them. I absolutely hate them. I don't do them. And it doesn't mean don't send them to me. That's fine. <laughs> but I don't want to do them. It feels like, it just feels like an obligation that there's no... Like, I'm not sending you something heartfelt. I'm not, because it just doesn't resonate with me. So I don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah, It's okay. You don't have to feel guilty about that. It is okay. Well, and then always for me, there was this, you know, because I left our religion of birth when I was 21, which is, Mm -hmm. oh, 20 years ago. (laughs) And no. You're not 41, babe. It's 25 years ago. 25 years ago. And uh, so then Rhonda and I were always like, what cards do we send? Um, You know, we don't want to send anything religious, but we also don't want to send anything offensive. And it was always this evaluation of Mm -hmm. what we could or shouldn't send. And then I'm like, why am I frigging doing this? I hate it. hate Mm -hmm. it. So, yeah. 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 I like that. I quit. Yeah. I quit. I hung in the towel. I clocked out for the last time, turned in my keys, and I do not do Christmas. <laughs> That's nice. I think it's okay. I think it's nice to be like, hey, thank you for the card. That was great. I'm not sending you one. Right? Yeah. Like, but honestly, do do people send them out with an obligation? I or or a sense of obligation that you if you don't return one to me, I'm going to be offended. I don't think so. I hope not. I mean, maybe some people do, but I don't really think there's so much of an, you know, a demanding energy there. I hope not. I don't know. When we were when we were young, when we were first young adults, there was our mom expected us to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we were to send thank you cards after everything. And we were to send Christmas cards after everything. I am terrible at all of that. And I hate it. And I don't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, I okay. love this comment, Lauren. Uh, if you go with the offensive cards, you have fewer to send the next year. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So, you know, no, no shade to you. If you love Christmas cards and you do them every year and they're wonderful. Sure. We are our minister who moved away um, last year, but who is just a, a beloved person to me. She hand paints little Christmas scenes on um, like watercolor paper. And sends them out as Christmas cards every year. And they are beautiful. And I love receiving them. But seriously, there is no way in hell I have the kind of patience to do something like that. Okay. (laughs) May I suggest something? Mm. Because that's more than a card. That's a gift. Oh, it is a gift. Very much so. So why not craft her a little, you know, a bracelet or something in return rather than a Christmas card, but do some other you know, energy exchange that way that uh, that feels good. There you go. See, I don't mind the energy exchange. I just want it to be something that I, um, you know, that I want to mm-hmm. do. That's yeah. All. I love yeah, that family that. letters. That doesn't surprise me. That's another one, Cranky. And you're right. Some of the family letters are hilarious and wonderful. Yes. We have an aunt who sends really funny ones. Mm-hmm. Whether, yeah, she just does. Um, but I, again, nah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I know. I love getting the Christmas letter. I really do. I, I love I hearing do too. what everyone really else is fun. doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, my yeah. my number one tip for getting through the holidays um, with less stress is to make sure that you are exposing yourself to lots of fun and funny things. Be mm-hmm. Let it be funny. You know, watch all the funny holiday movies. Do the fun, yeah. funny side of this. And that only has, that has to only be your only focus if you want it to be. It doesn't have to be anything else. You know, Mm -hmm. for me, the religious side of it has no meaning at all anymore. Yeah. And I love gift giving and I love uh, the family stuff that we do when we get together Mm -hmm. and getting to see the kids. And, you know, I love all of that stuff. And so I focus on the fun side of it. And I don't, I just don't allow any pressure it's really a boundary thing for me. I just don't allow yeah. any pressure around religion, whatever religion it is, because there are lots of religious holidays this time of year and, and none of them resonate with me. Mm-hmm. So I just stay away from that. Yeah. 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 Oh, we like the National Lampoon's Christmas movie. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's a great That's one. Good. Yeah. It's a great one. You know, we have, we, we've raised all of our kids to be basically agnostic, you know, and mm-hmm. years ago, uh, Christy and Kara were going to the, uh, and Rhonda to the Unitarian church and they were trying to have a Christmas pageant, but yeah. they have very few kids that actually go to their church. And so uh, they had asked my kids if they'd be involved. We came every once in a while and hung out, you know, so yeah. So I asked my kids, hey, you want to be in their Christmas pageant? And they were like, yeah, okay, fine. So we're driving over there for the rehearsal. And I said, and my kids are like 10, 11, and 12, right yeah. in there. Uh-huh. And I said, so it sounds like they still need a Joseph and a Mary. And my kids, no shit, said, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like. I'm either a, the most terrible parent ever or the best one. I'm not sure right now, but they did. They I really know. love that they've grown up without that baggage, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I just think it's great. Yeah. But no guilt, you know? And and mm-hmm. guess what? They're great people. You know, yeah. it can be done. Yeah. But I, I laughed so hard about that, that uh, they didn't even know who Jer- Joseph and Mary were, which killed me. Anyway, they were in the pageant. They were Joseph and Mary. <laughs> They were, yeah. They had no idea what they were doing, but it was great. I <laughs> it love it. so funny. Erin <laughs> <laughs> says, I've sent out a couple handmade serial killer themed Christmas cards, but only to friends that find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? Have a true crime themed Christmas. I love it. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Ashley says, any suggestions on how to manage going to uh, parents and in-laws houses without it being so stressful? And feel like you were spending too much time at one place than the other. That's one of the major things in my holiday times. Mm. You know, I find with situations like that, one of the best things that you can do is make a plan in advance. You're going to go at this time and you're going to leave at this time. And you're going to tell them, we're going to be at your house at one and we have to leave by 3.30. And you just make it clear ahead of time and up front Mm -hmm. that this is what your schedule is and this is what your plan is. Yep. And sometimes you really literally do have to not give a shit if they don't like what your plan is, mm-hmm. but you do yep. have to set a clear boundary. But I do think that setting a plan ahead of time being like, okay, this is, you know, we're scheduling this. This is what time we're coming. This is how long we're going to be there so that people are aware of what your plan is so that there's not this looking at your spouse across the room, like, Hey, you know, it's time to go. But no, you're like, Hey, it's three 30. Remember we got to go. We have another you know, we have another appointment or, you know, we have somebody else to see you today or whatever, yeah. but planning it ahead of time and letting them know ahead of time, hey, this is what our plan is. I mm-hmm. feel like helps a lot. Then you don't have to deal with it in the moment. Yep. And also, if you don't want to be there very long, don't be there very long. Schedule yep. your time intentionally yep. to be where you want to be. Mm-hmm. It is, it, it comes back to that whole spiritual strength thing again about really digging deep inside of yourself and choosing your happiness in this uh-huh. situation. If yep. what you're doing doesn't make you happy, you don't have to do it. And I nope. know it means consequences, but mm-hmm. in the long run, you're going to be so much happier with the holidays. If you choose to do what feels good to you 
mm-hmm. and and what you're comfortable with. But I have always found that setting a clear boundary in a situation like that about how long you're going to be there beforehand helps a lot so that there's no conversation about it. It's just, it's already a plan. Yeah. Yep. Without a doubt. Well, and I like, like GB said, my parents always made it that we'd spend Christmas Eve with one set of grandparents and the other on Christmas day. And we'd rotate. I like that too, that you just go, you know what? We're not doing, this is what we can do, you know? But yeah, there becomes a lot of like family pressure and stuff. And that's really hard. That's really unfair. Yeah. Yeah. It it is really unfair and it's challenging. We do that. We do Christmas Eve uh, with my in-laws and then we do Christmas Eve, Christmas Day with my sisters and the kids. Mm-hmm. So we want to be with the kids for gift opening and stuff, you know, and we've just decided, yeah. hey, that's what works for us. Yeah. You know, and, and the guilt, you have a choice about whether or not you accept it. and that has taken me a long time to recognize that I don't actually have to accept guilt when someone else hands it to me. Mm -hmm. It's like someone handing you a plate of food you don't like, which for me would be like a plate of raw tomatoes. I don't (laughs) have to accept it. I freaking hate raw tomatoes. (laughs) I don't have to take it. You know, it's okay for me to say, Oh no, thank you. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not accepting guilt right now. And there's this idea that older family members have the right to place guilt upon us. We learned that as kids. Mm-hmm. It's not true. No. You don't have to accept guilt from anybody. No. Hand it back, you know, or yeah. when they're not looking, throw it in the trash. Whatever. Right. You you don't have to wear it. Also, you don't have to be make yourself feel bad or be sorry. I love that Cranky said last year they stayed home because of COVID and they really liked it. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. okay. Yeah. And that is okay. I mean, you have the right to do what you want to do. I missed Thanksgiving last year because we mm-hmm. had COVID and I hated it. Yeah. Um also my birthday, you know. I mean, we had things here at home. But, you know, I didn't like it. And so it's yeah. definitely a reminder to me of what I do want. Yeah. These guys are more than willing to take your raw tomatoes, okay? Please do. Please take them all. You may have every bit of them. Yeah. I hate them. So how about a quick uh, burning ritual for your guilt? Love it. Yes. Let's do like a, so, and you definitely can, you know, destroy guilt. Destroy guilt. You don't have to Mm -hmm. accept it. You don't have to absorb it. If you need to, write it on a little piece of paper, light a candle, and burn the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Maybe put the candle in some sand, you know, safety first, of course, yeah. but burn it, you know, and if you've got a mother-in-law who loves to, get, I'm very fortunate that my mother-in-law is wonderful and she does not guilt me. Yeah. Um, but if you have one that does, don't accept it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a power play and it's also just a habit. The women in her family guilted her. She's going to guilt the women, in, you know, below her basically. That yep. that's such a habit in a lot of families and mm-hmm. you don't have to take it. The thing is, there's no wrong way to do this time of year. There is no wrong no. way. If you want to take a trip and not do the holidays at all, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. There are oh, no yeah. consequences. Okay. For not doing the holidays. There aren't. Yeah. But life will go on. Remember Christmas with the cranks? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that the one where they uh, weren't going to do Christmas? They were yes, determined. Their daughter wasn't coming home. and mm-hmm. oh, They weren't going to decorate. So the whole neighborhood was mad at them. And, yeah. Yeah. They were going on a cruise. Mm-hmm. And of course, the daughters decided to come home and they had to, you know, throw all their plans in the air and decorate as fast as they could. And, you know, anyway. But again, that was a whole guilt thing. Like, why did they yeah. have to do that? Like, right. I mean, if you want to spend time with your daughter, great. But does it have to be around a lit Christmas tree? I mean, right. You know, yeah. I really go back and forth about trees. Sometimes we put one up. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. I have a small house. It's hard to put up a tree. I have four cats. Uh-huh. Do you know how many times my Christmas tree hits the floor before the holidays are over? I don't even know how many. <laughs> we Everything we own is plastic and non-breakable we can't have any of the fancy bulbs or anything because they'll just Mm -hmm. be shattered everywhere yeah and uh you know so i 
sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want the stress of the tree and dealing with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And other years I'm like, okay, this year we're doing it. Hmm. See, I say this every year, every year. I'm like, let's not do a tree. It would be so much easier. And my kids are like, oh, but, but mom, you know, we do a tree. But our tree also has to be, <laughs> we actually uh, bolt a gate to the wall, a baby pen thing. We bolt it to the wall to uh, encapsulate the Christmas tree to keep the pigs from eating the Christmas tree. Oh, good Lord. Because they love it. They eat the tips off. Oh, yeah. And anything else they can get a hold of because, you know, of they also will d- d- destroy presents. They've done it to me before. Yeah, you really have to watch them. But anyway, uh, yeah, but I can't get away with not doing the tree because the kids really want it. So I'm like, hey, if you're willing to help and be a part of it and help me, you know, set up the uh, the pig proof pen, <laughs> then I guess we'll just go for it. I wanted to point out, Em said a couple of funny things. She said, uh, if you really want to avoid doing Christmas or holidays with your family, move 3000 miles away. It's worked for her. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, it, it, it's truly it, just being honest, you know, just because your family with someone does not mean that you like to be with them during the holidays. And it doesn't mean that you are comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Members of my family are recovering Catholics. I get it. Right. Yep. We've got several recovering yep. Catholics up in here that feel like all of the, uh, the stress is. Oh, come on. We're ex Mormons, yep. dude. Hey, We're Betty. all state in guilt, just like those Catholics are, you know? Yeah. yeah. Alan says, shout out to all the pets. Yep. <laughs> yep. My dogs don't look twice at the Christmas tree. They could care less. But that's what goes up and you can just see the Christmas tree glistening in the pig's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's love funny. It way too much. Yeah. Now, this is a good one. Lauren says, this is the first holiday season since my grandmother passed. The sadness yeah. is already creeping in. What can I do about the sadness? Well, first of all, you can let yourself feel it. Because yes. the first holiday after you lose somebody close is can be really hard. But secondly, Lauren, do some things that memorializes her. Yeah. Cook her food, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe even make a little offering to her. Buy a gift or go do a random act of kindness in her name. Do yeah. something to memorialize her that's an action that you can yeah. feel good about. Because when you do something like that, it boosts the serotonin in your brain. So it makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you an action to do. Because, yeah. you know, I read, I've read this lots of times, but just the other day again, and I thought it's so true that grief is just love with nowhere to put it or nowhere yeah. to go, you know? Yeah. And I think that's so true. So do some things that memorialize her. Definitely. And when the tears fall, let them fall. I mean, that's yeah. just a part of grief. It's okay to feel it. It's okay to have kind of a somber holiday. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, we lost our parents 18 months apart. So we went through some rough holiday seasons a couple of years in a row. And, you know, it is so true that you have to just feel it. Yeah. And yeah, do, you know, maybe even write her a letter and burn it on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, you know, whatever you need to do to remember her and, and include her in some way, you know, in your action, yep. that's, that's what, that's all that matters. And it does make you feel a lot better when you can do that. Well, and that really brings me to service because that's, yes, to me, that's, that's the best part of Christmas is service. Absolutely. One thing that uh, people around here have done a lot of the last couple of years, uh, I've noticed that some of our uh, retirement communities or, or in nursing homes have put up the funnest posts with uh, residents and things that they love. Yes. Really give you an opportunity to go, oh, okay. You know, because you kind of connect with someone when you're like, oh, that person loves trains. I love trains, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I love the idea of buying a few things and dropping them off at retirement homes mm-hmm. uh, and nursing homes because so many of the people that live in those places have been completely abandoned. Yeah. And so, family aren't going to have anything mm-hmm. for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Several years ago, we had an opportunity to help out. We had a, we used to have a big secret Santa operation when we had our store, we had a big operation. Our biggest year, we did Christmas for 120 people, like full Christmases for 120 people. It was December. insane. You guys. But, um, but we had a lot of very generous help that helped us we get did. there, oh, yeah. you know, uh, but kind of at the last minute, uh, home in our area came and visited with us and they were 
a home for adults with developmental disabilities. Yeah. And it was so sweet. The wish list that they sent to us from these guys, mm, a yeah. lot of, they had a lot of adults with Down syndrome mm-hmm. and stuff. And so they wanted toys and, you know, children's things, children's things, lots yeah. of SpongeBob stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Remember what we went through to find enough SpongeBob stuff? Oh man. It was hard to yeah. We had a lot year. of SpongeBob requests. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. But we had more fun fulfilling that retirement communities or, or that a uh, developmental disabilities home. I don't know what to call it now, that mm-hmm. group home. Uh, then the, the rest of that Christmas combined, we had a blast buying for them. But, you know, mm-hmm. keep an eye out for opportunities like that for service. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, you know, sometimes I like this. Uh, Alan said it's good to make food and feed the homeless. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, we just we don't really have a homeless community around here. Not very much. It's rare to see just because it's so cold. Yeah, not in the winter. We do in the summer, but in the winter, they generally move out to to somewhere else because it's, you cannot live outside in the winter here. You'll die. Yeah, you will literally die. Um, But we do have, you know, our, we do have our soup kitchen and our food bank. Uh And we have a couple of shelters. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of shelters where you can help or yeah, literally. I mean, if you live in a community where you know where there is a homeless community, make some food, take it to them. You know, literally get involved in that way mm-hmm. uh, somehow. Because I agree, you know, we, we've we told this story before, but some of you have heard it and some of you haven't. But when we were little, little girls, we were probably three and four, maybe, maybe even maybe. younger. Yeah. Maybe two and three. I'm not sure. I Our have kids, memories of it. So, but I think we did this a few years in a row. Yeah. So I don't know. When we were like under five. Yeah. And even before our little sister Kara was born. Mm-hmm. Our parents gathered us up on, mm-hmm. on, was it on, I think it was on Christmas Eve. Yeah. We lived up in uh, Teton Valley in Teton County, Idaho, way more snow, higher up, much closer to the mountains, mm-hmm. very cold, gathered very us up one night. Yeah, very backwoods with a couple of pies. It took us to this house to visit a man named Mel and mm-hmm. Mel lived in a maybe two room. Maybe. Maybe one room. I don't uh-huh. remember totally. A log cabin. Uh, little, little cabin. Mm-hmm. And my dad was a barber. Our dad was a barber. And so he always had lots of, he was in the know about everything, you know? And so we always had lots of opportunities for service because he knew of people who didn't have any family or who needed the support, you know? Mm-hmm. So we show up at Mel's house and we're these teeny little girls and we sing with our mom, we sing some Christmas songs to him and we bring him pies. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, this is full on backwoods, long handled red underwear, the flannel stuff, you know, hanging from the bed posts. And, oh, yeah. And a bunch of hunting dogs. A whole bunch of hunting dogs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the guy looked absolutely stunned. Like he just didn't even know what to do with mm-hmm. this. But our dad knew him mm-hmm. and knew that he did not have any family. He didn't have anybody around and he wouldn't. You know, there wasn't going to be anything for him around Christmas. Yeah. And it was the very first time that our parents included us in something like that. Mm-hmm. And we have never stopped no. doing something for a family or when we could many families um, mm-hmm. for the holidays, because it really has made the holidays for us. Yeah. Especially yeah. since their deaths, because now we just do it in their honor, you know? Yeah. 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 So every year, now we just, we choose one family where we don't mm-hmm. have our big center and, you know, lots of clients that want to be involved and help. But uh, yeah, we, we choose a family every year. You know, our sister works in home health. And so she comes across sometimes the saddest elderly situations, you know, of people that really need help and just really need somebody to give a damn about them. Yeah. Yep. And we put it all together and we, we do that. And we all look forward to that. Our kids look forward to that more than they do Christmas. Yeah, they want to know what we picked. They're family? already we asking, me? who are we yeah. doing for Secret Santa? I want to start shopping. What can I do? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, there was a story recent locally in our local news about a uh, a grandma, a, a little adorable little Hispanic grandma that makes tamales to try and keep oh, her family yes. afloat. And we were talking about, oh, we should buy tamales from her maybe for Christmas Eve. But I was thinking about a Christmas Eve many years ago. 
when our mom was a special ed teacher at a local school and in her uh, school zone, there was a large uh, trailer park that was mostly Hispanic families. And so they had mm. a pretty good Spanish speaking population in her school yeah. and, uh, and high, high needs, high poverty area. Yeah. Cause and, they, were, they mostly were, um, um, migrant workers. Yeah. And so, yeah, lots of, they, you know, they didn't have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And she, one of those families, uh, she had one of the families of one of her students, she had chosen for all of us, you know, to do secret Santa for a uh, serious poverty situation and the sweetest family you have ever seen. So when we deliver, we try to be as anonymous as we can. And so mm -hmm. if you know that family, you don't get to go to the door, you know? No, no. And if lots never... of us know them, we do a knock and run, you know, yeah, so yeah. that we're not identified. That's never our goal. Uh, but at any rate, we had someone, uh, we had a Santa suit that year. And so someone had dressed up like Santa and a couple of us that didn't know this family, uh, you know, knocked and it's a total surprise. They have no idea you're coming and you just come and fill their Christmas tree. And I can't tell you how many times we've been to houses that didn't have a Christmas tree or yeah. had a Christmas tree with absolutely nothing underneath it. But anyway, so we got there to deliver and they were having their little family or holiday gathering and they were making tamales. They were just yeah. pulling tamales out of the steamer and they insisted on sending home a bag of tamales with us. And so we went back home and feasted on these freshly steamed. Oh my God. It was the most, it was the most wonderful thing. It was the sweetest exchange. It was, you know? it was, that was really, really fun. But what a Christmas Eve treat that was for us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. We we have, you know, we could tell. Oh, we well, could I'm 40, I'm almost 46, Santa. so we yeah. could tell stories for days about the kinds yeah. of um, Secret Santa stuff we've well, done. Well, we'll but... give you one true crime Secret Santa event. <laughs> Several years ago, a kid that I dated briefly in uh, junior high murdered his girlfriend yeah. and went on the run with her best friend. And yeah. was finally apprehended in Las Vegas and brought back here. He'd murdered his girlfriend and buried her in these uh, soft dirt in their basement. They had a like, like a, an unfinished, um, yeah, part of their basement that was type. still dirt. Yes, yeah. a cold storage place. Yep, and he had killed his girlfriend and buried her there. Anyway, reading comments on a news story, I discovered he had two teenage kids, uh, and they were commenting. And people were just eviscerating them and telling them that their dad deserved the death penalty and, you know, that he, all these horrible things. And they're like, please just like, this is a really hard time for our family. Please stop saying these mean things. And so, you know, yeah. me and several other people were, you know, trying to defend them a little bit and, and be kind to them. Well, I mentioned it to my kids and they're like, oh yeah, we go to school with them. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you haven't even told me this? What the hell? Anyway, so we found someone that we know who knows them that was mm -hmm. able to get us names, sizes, all of that kind of stuff. Address. And that was <laughs> address. Yeah. Cause they didn't actually live in our district, but they went to our school, but any, anyhow, whatever. But uh, that was one that was really interesting because usually we pick families that are, you know, in high need this year, it wasn't about stuff. It was about love. It was about helping these kids remember that people do care about them, that they're yeah. still good in the world, you know, because this happened at Thanksgiving time. Like it had just happened. Yeah. Anyway, it was that so one really sad. sits with me. Every once in a while, I, I ask my kids, "Hey, remember so and so? Do you are you on Snap or anything with her? How's she doing? You know? Because yeah, my God, these poor kids. But the way the public treated them was so appalling. It was awful. It was awful, and I can't imagine being these children. And you know. Yeah. Especially because the the girlfriend had been dad's girlfriend for a long time, oh, yeah. so this was really their stepmom that he'd killed and yeah. somebody that they knew well. Mm -hmm. And we, I remember we wrote in the card, uh, "We went to school with your parents. You don't know us, but we just mm -hmm. wanted you to know that somebody cares yeah. and somebody sees you and what you're going through." And yeah. uh, it was really um, that was really a powerful one. I felt like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but you know, really, if this is a rough time for you. Find a way to make it about charity. Find a way to make it about giving yeah. back. If it's your time, you know, if you don't have a lot of money to spend, that's okay. Yeah. Everybody, you know, um, can give some time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But there are so many ways to help at this time oh, of yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's certainly that's one of the most positive things that I can do, you know, when I'm feeling down about the holidays is think about how can I help somebody else this time of year? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Without a doubt. Yeah. That that's it for me. It's just, it's about service and, mm-hmm. and gifting. I love giving gifts. I love making gifts. You know, that's, yeah. that's big for me, but yep. that That's where it's at. I don't know, guys, it's, there's so much about all the commercial stuff that I just, you know, doesn't resonate. Yeah. But no, me either. But you know, I do. The spirit of this year, that this time of year is, you know, kind of undeniable. Whether you're a Christian or not, it is about giving, yeah. and so finding a way to do that is a great way to keep the energy positive for you. You know, yeah. even if you just focus on how you're going to help somebody out that could use it. That gives you a lot of energy. Yes. You know, that gives you a lot of energy and support and positivity and something to focus on. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, and a huge boost, a huge energetic boost. Yeah. Seriously, watch all the funny movies, you know? Yeah. Keep yes. laughter and lightheartedness about it um, as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And yep. set some very clear boundaries about what you will do and won't do. This is a great yeah. year to be the year that you don't put up with things that you do not want to do anymore. Uh-huh. You have that right. You don't have to accept anybody's guilt. Remember, it's that plate of those gross tomatoes that you don't mm-hmm. want. Yep. Put whatever you want on that plate that you don't like yep. and don't accept it. Yep. And consider new traditions if your old ones aren't resonating anymore. Yes. I noticed that Lynn said that she lost her dad this year yeah. and that she's had a lot of grief. And I, we so understand that, babe, you know, we do. do. And one thing that we learned was that we needed to make some new traditions, things that maybe weren't the old traditions that just made our hearts hurt and miss our parents, but maybe just some new stuff. That's a little Mm -hmm. different, you know, we really focused on our kids for a long time and did things that were fun with them for Mm -hmm. them. And just, you know, fun things and yeah, kind of let some of the old traditions go. Yeah. Yeah. And that made a difference for us realizing that if, you know, it didn't seem that important to us anymore or the kids weren't going to miss it and they were cool, that maybe we stopped doing some of the old stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody cared about, or just that just hurt too much. It was too much, you know? Yeah. And that's we, okay. you know, one of our favorite phrases after losing our parents was this is the new normal. Yeah. So we had to learn to accept the new normal and then make the new normal happy and good and move it forward. Mm-hmm. And that meant changing things, doing things in a different way. Yep. yep. And that really helped to not feel like you were constantly trying to recreate something that could never be recreated. And that's it. Trying to recreate that. That you hit the nail on the head because you can't. You can't. Yeah. Now, no. can you make grandma's rolls, you know, or you know, grandpa's fudge or whatever that you want to make because it reminds you of them and you love doing that. No, you can't make grandpa's fudge. No one can make grandpa's fudge like grandpa did. And we know that because we've tried a million goddamn times. But well, yes, that is exactly <laughs> true. That dude could whip homemade old fashioned fudge like no one else. No one else is strong enough to do it. No one. No one on the planet of <laughs> but Earth. But anyway, you can I digress. <laughs> That is so true. Yeah. There is no reason. Grandpa's fudge. That was such a traitor. (laughs) But anyway, you know, it if do those things if they feel good. But if they don't, don't start some. You know, we have actually had a taco bar, a Mexican fiesta, or Uh an Italian fiesta for some holidays because Mm -hmm. we just it just didn't feel good to do the same old traditional food. It just felt it was too hard. And so You know, we changed up the food. We did different things. You know, you don't have to do. You know, I have a friend that for Thanksgiving, they order pizza and watch movies with their kids. Uh-huh. That's it. That's we have some friends that up just they they do a full movie day on Christmas. Mm-hmm. They, they go to the Edwards and they go to multiple movies. Yeah, they do. And just spend the whole day. Yeah. 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 Classic Absolutely. Christmas treats. Oh, the marshmallow fudge log. Oh. <gasps> oh. Yeah. The, that that's church windows, right? It's I think the traditional name is church windows, 
My mother-in-law makes that. Yes. I've been working on learning to make it. I can get it pretty well now. It it doesn't stay together as well as hers does, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That is But amazing. yeah, changing things up if they don't feel good anymore. Gumdrop gumdrop cookies. One oh, year became a gumdrop pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I love gumdrop cookies, but yeah. You could eat cheese for dinner and finish it off with a gumdrop cookie pizza. <laughs> I mean, why not? You can do whatever you want. You're an adult. Exactly. You can do whatever you want. And I think we need reminded of that, especially if you grew up in the U.S. in a really traditional family that did all the traditional stuff. We sort of forget that we don't have to do the same thing, you know, and whatever religion you were raised with, whatever traditions you were raised with, um, nothing bad's going to happen if you don't do them this year. I mean, if no one makes grandma's corn and oyster this oysters this year, I won't mind at all. Because that's the grossest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. But our this sister is... still makes it every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and she, she eats eat... one serving and she's the only one that eats it. Yeah. But it, she likes it. It's, it's a reminder of her of family and she likes it. Uh, I she can't does. stomach it. I can't either. And I did say it's called corn and oysters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why is this is a holiday food? We don't know. I have no idea. Ooh, ginger snap cookies. Yes, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Chocolate church rum windows, balls. rum balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin roll. I made pumpkin roll already once this year. It was a damn disaster. I'm going to do it again. I'm not going to do a keto this time because I'm just not. And I am not. I have to buy new parchment paper because here's where it all went wrong. I bought parchment paper at the dollar store. Why? Why did I do that? Because I was at the dollar store and I saw parchment paper and I'm like, oh God, I'm out of parchment paper. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. (laughs) That ruins everything. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Alan says, I perfected my grandma's fry bread recipe. My dad taught me how to make it. That's awesome. He says, I mastered it. That's so awesome. It is really Mm -hmm. nice when you can master a recipe. We've gotten all pretty good at grandma's uh huckleberry cheesecake and that is mm-hmm. definitely you make it a lot because mm-hmm. you actually neighbors. bother to go up and pick the freaking huckleberries right <laughs> right mars and scott they're determined to pick the huckleberries yeah well that's good we have everybody loves the home alone to... movie by the way that's oh, just yeah. come up over and over again here in that the chat. has to be watched yes mm-hmm. we have neighbors they don't do it anymore but for many many years every year they would have a donut making night and mm-hmm. they would make these uh, spud nuts and deliver plates of them to everybody on our street. And they were warm and they were glazed in this orange glaze situation. Oh, my God. Kill you. So good. Yeah. Oh, avoid the new one. The new Home Alone is not good, huh? I have not yeah. seen it. Yeah. GB said that she uh, talked to a kid who had no idea there was an old Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there's more than one, isn't there? Aren't there several? Yeah. Lost oh, in New wow. York, and I don't know. That is yeah. hilarious. Watch the old one, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and Mrs. Huckleberry. There's nothing like huckleberries. It's, mm-hmm. That's a hard, whenever people ask me, what do huckleberries taste like? I'm like, huckleberries? Right. <laughs> I mean, kind like of blueberries, milk. but much tartar. Mm-hmm. Much tartar. They have a much, much stronger tartar. flavor. Yeah. 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 Well. You know, the thing is, the goal here is to make the holidays your own, whatever they are. Yeah. Give yourself permission to do it your way. Yeah. Participate however you want to participate. Hand that guilt right back with that stupid plate of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And have some fun. Yep. And just find a way to give back. And just remember that you too are allowed to enjoy this season or not. That you don't have to do anything to for anyone else's satisfaction. Now I recognize if you have kids, grandkids, there are certain things that you want to do for them. But mm-hmm. hopefully you can do that with, you know, that, that there is joy in that for you. But yes, right. uh, you are a grown up who gets to make their own decisions and choose their own happiness. And there's nothing exactly. wrong with that. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, participate in your old traditions as much as they feel good. But if they don't change them, no one's going to mind. And just honor your loved ones in some way. Include them somehow. And Mm -hmm. give yourself permission to move on however you can. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, Alan said he saw pups alone about dogs protecting the house from bad guys. Oh, oh. I got to hmm. see it. I love it. I have not seen that either. <laughs> yeah. I'm missing yeah. out. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, that is our time, you guys. Thank you so much for participating. This has been an awesome conversation. And I hope yeah. that if you were struggling around the holidays to, uh, you know, take a moment to think about how you can incorporate some of the things we've talked about tonight and support one another. And, you know, if nothing else, give back. Yep. That is what will help the very most. Yeah. Well, you know it. We are the Psychic Sisters. And this has been the Psychic Hour. Thanks for being here. Thanks, guys.